So what a week it has been. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday we gathered with more than a dozen kiddos during our vacation Bible school. We spent that Thursday at the zoo talking about God's good goodness in all of creation and mostly wondering what animals we would see and where we might find them. We had so much fun this last week singing and playing games and doing crafts and reading the Bible together. I can't believe it's already over. I spent Friday and Saturday mostly in bed. <laughs> it was wonderful and amazing, and I feel much better after some good sleep. Each day, we talk about God's goodness in our lives, when things are scary, when things change, when things are sad, and especially when things are good. And now we get to share with all of you what we learned. And so... We've already started this a little bit, but let's really get into the BBS mindset. So I'm going to help you guys. If you didn't get it from Pat's little message for the kids, you'll help me. When life is scary, what do we say? God is good. When life is scary? God is good. And when life changes? God is good. Let's try it one time. When life changes? God is good. And when life is sad? God is good. Try it one more time. When life is sad, God is good. And when life is good, God is good. Let's, yeah, let's try it like, like one more time. When life is good, God, God is good. Okay, I think we're ready. So, on our first day of vacation Bible school, we learned that when life is scary, God is good. Through the story of the Israelites, Pharaoh and Moses, in chapters 7 to 12 of Exodus, we talked about being scared, about God's goodness, even when we're afraid. God heard the cries of the Israelites who were slaves in Egypt and called Moses and his brother Aaron to lead God's people out of Egypt. But there was a problem. Pharaoh. So God sent ten plagues over Egypt to show Pharaoh and all of Egypt God's power and to convince Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. And in our Bible groups, we acted out the plagues, pretending to be frogs or gnats, or we shouted to Pharaoh, let my people go. Let me try that. I want you guys to help me. Let me say to Pharaoh, let my people go. And Xander played a very convincing Pharaoh for us. We all talk about how scary it must have been for the Israelites and for the Egyptians, for the Israelites not knowing if they would ever be free and worrying over all the crazy plagues that were happening around them, and for the Egyptians dealing with all of the plagues, all of those frogs and boils, and eventually the scariest plague of them all when God sends an angel to pass over Egypt. But through it all, we remember that when life is scary... God is good. And so on day two of VBS, we learned that when life changes, God is good. We read more about the Israelites on their journey in Exodus chapters 14 through 16. We journeyed together across the Red Sea, remembering how God parted the waters for the Israelites to escape the Egyptian army. And then we wandered through our pretend wilderness some of our younger kids got to practice their mumbling and grumbling and complaining to Moses, and I got to be Moses, and I gotta say, our kids are really good at mumbling and grumbling and complaining. <laughs> we played out the story of God providing bread and meat for the people in the wilderness, which was a story many of us hadn't heard before, hadn't heard in a long time. 
Because the Israelites didn't just go straight from Egypt to the Promised Land, they spent a long time in that wilderness, and pretty quickly they had run out of food. And with all their mumbling and grumbling, all their complaining about the hard changes they were facing, God was still good. And so in the evenings, God provided quails all around them for the Israelites. In the mornings, they would wake up and find flakes of bread like dew on the ground around them. Our kids got to try some bready flakes and some quail. Um, the flakes were cornflakes. I like the quail And the quail was a big hit because they were giant jumbo marshmallows that I had decorated myself because BBS called for us to get peeps. And getting peeps in July is not an easy thing to do. And so I went and I bought these jumbo marshmallows and I used icing to make them look maybe kind of like birds. And our, yeah, see, our BBS kids are so sweet to me because they're like, oh, you're so artistic, Master. I am grateful for their kindness. And through the story of the Israelites, we talked about all the ways life changes around us. For the Israelites, it was the change of leaving what they knew in Egypt, the change of crossing the Red Sea to a totally different land, and all the change and worry that comes with not knowing what would happen next. And we talked about some big changes in our own lives. And all of our kids had experienced changes that were stressful or that had caused them big worries and anxieties. And together we talked about the ways they might be able to see God's goodness in those life changes, even if it's hard to see it right now. And through it all, like the changes in our own lives, we remember that when life changes, God is good. And then on day three of BBS, we were reminded that when life is sad, God, God is good. We skipped way ahead in the Bible to Jesus' life. And together we talked about who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for all of us. We talked about how Jesus knew that his followers would, that we would experience sadness and pain and heartache in our lives. Jesus tries to explain this to his followers that even though he'll be leaving, they will see him again. But the followers, sort of like usual, don't really get it. So he tries to explain it through the analogy of childbirth. And at first that confused us and our BBS groups even more. Our kids were asking, wait, who's pregnant? <laughs> but then as we talked about it, it started to make more sense because even our youngest kiddos know that very few women who are pregnant are ever super comfortable. And once labor begins, all of our kids are like, no one's comfortable. We know that. Like, we get that. And once a baby is born, there is so much joy and celebration. Jesus tells his followers, knowing what is coming for himself and for them, that he knows that they'll be sad. But Jesus also knows that they will be happy again. In our reading on Wednesday, we went through Jesus' Last Supper with his disciples. We talked about Judas' betrayal and how Jesus still offered the communion meal, even knowing that he would be betrayed we talked about how sad Jesus' friends and family were by what was happening to him. We spent a lot of time talking about our own experiences of sadness in our lives, too. A lot of our conversations during Bible time this week were heavy and hard, but it was so powerful to hear our young kiddos talk about such big things going on in their lives and what God might be doing in it. 
And so when we got to Jesus' arrest, I asked our groups what reasons might Jesus have for letting himself be arrested. And I was amazed at our preschool age group immediately started talking about, well, it's the right thing to do. And as I started pointing <coughs> to each of them, talking about each of these little kids as reasons why Jesus would go through all of this, one of our little ones, who had had a very tumultuous start with BBS, her family is part of our community, but not part of our church community, and they came on Tuesday, and Tuesday morning she was so scared. But Wednesday, she's finished up, she interrupts me during our Bible time, and she goes, for the whole world! <laughs> That Jesus died for the whole world. And I'm just sitting here shocked. <laughs> but that was the biggest reason Jesus had let himself be arrested, be put on trial, be taken to the cross, was for every single person for the whole world. And as this little girl said, the whole planet. <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes. Because she's right. This biggest reason Jesus didn't just get off the cross, the biggest reason Jesus went to the garden to pray, knowing he would be arrested, the biggest reason Jesus has for all of this is each and every single one of us. Because this is who God's love is for. Everyone. And it's so big and so all-encompassing that on the cross, Jesus overcomes the whole world to bring us that love, that forgiveness, that grace. And so even in our heartache, in our sadness, we know that Jesus is there with us, experiencing it with us, crying with us, and always pointing towards the joy that is to come, the hope that we find in him. Because when life is sad, God is good. And on day four, we went to the zoo. To celebrate God's goodness, to celebrate all of God's creation, you might have noticed there's sort of an Africa safari theme to our BBS, and so we wanted to go and see some actual animals, and to find moments of wonder together as we looked for God in each other, and in all of the animals that God created. It was a great reminder that especially when life is good, God is good. We spent this last week learning about all the ways in which God's love and goodness comes to us, even when it's hard for us to see, even when we are struggling in our lives, because when life is scary, God is good, and when life changes, God is good, and when life is sad, God is good, and when life is good, God is good. Each of these stories from our VBS this week are stories of God's goodness and stories of hope in the midst of fear, uncertainty, and heartache. So that when we feel hopeless, when we want to give up, we know that God doesn't change. And God is always good. So that we can remember, we can face our fears, going out into the world and caring for those who need our help, even when it's kind of scary, even when we're not sure what to do, so that we can search for God's goodness and the changes in our lives and search for new ways to share God's grace in the world around us. And so that we can be bringers of hope through our words and our actions, through sharing food and community, finding joy in the promises made to us by our God. Throughout this week, our kids have learned and helped us grown-ups remember all of the ways in which God's goodness shines through us, through people. So we can all remember God's goodness, and especially when life is good, we can all say together, God is good. Amen.